Yes. Well, hello. Hello. How yes. are you? They don't. That are me. How are you? I'm well. Yeah. Did and you enjoy Sunday? Oh, we got to go outside. We got to go. Yeah, outside. it was great. What a beautiful day to do it too. Um, I'm, I was glad, and I suspect the mornings are always going to be a little bit kind of cooler. We're not going to have 110 degree temperatures, mm-hmm. but it was great. What was it like to speak to a live audience, a live congregation? Uh, interesting, because one of the things I noticed over the last, we did this for 13 weeks, Is that right? where we preached to the video. Um, a boldness developed in preaching to the video, because mm-hmm. you're not seeing any faces that are like, ah, I don't know, that's a dumb, or I don't like that, or that upsets me. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, as we watched online, and I saw the number of people that were tuning in, um, who I know aren't church-going type people, mm-hmm. and probably not listening to sermons and things like that, that gave me a boldness mm-hmm. as well. Um, so that was a real positive that came out of it. Um, but. One of the things that I really enjoyed as I was talking to an audience of people on Sunday was seeing sort of that that really, like we're not that boisterous a crowd, you mm-hmm. know, with people screaming and stuff like that. Um, but just seeing sort of the, the light little head nod yeah. uh, or eyes fixed on you that, you know, really seemed to be locking in and paying attention to the word going forth. Um, that's exciting as well and yeah. encouraging. So that that's one of the fun things I yeah. I enjoyed. It was a beautiful day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's keep talking about it. Alrighty. Continue the conversation. That's where we're at. So and what um, we're doing? Yeah. Uh, so Mark fourteen. Um, let me get there real quick. And it's kind of in the beginning of the sermon where we were uh, kind of talking about. Uh, Jesus's um, interaction with his disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane. Gethsemane. Yes, the place of crushing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Someone's here. I know. Um, so, uh, he Jesus says three times to the disciples and uses the word watch. Um, now... I feel like there, in this, in the very moment, it doesn't really explain what it even means to watch. Am I watching out for the robbers, or not the robbers, the uh, the guards that they're, that Jesus is himself is expecting? Mm-hmm. Is it to um, watch their own disposition, that they might not grow weary of waiting and, sure. and, and, and watch that way, like watch themselves? And yeah. so... Um, it doesn't really get into this, but it feels like it's a word that travels throughout Scripture, um, Old Testament, even into the New Testament. And maybe not all the time coincides with the same kind of theme, but I guess to dig a little bit deeper into that area, what do you feel like um, maybe he's saying here? And then how's that, because we're not in the garden with him, how does that carry over? into Mm. us you know that how are we to watch if are we to watch just for the signs that he's coming back or 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 is there something more you know it's interesting to bring that up because in 13 which we spent a number of weeks looking at it was sort of like you know lift up your head look around watch these are the signs when you see these things you know um, and so, you know, it uses that word. Mm-hmm. And here, watch and pray. Um, 
and and I agree with you. It doesn't really it doesn't straightforward come out and say like, all right, I want you all to kind of form a circle and and look over the horizon. If you mm-hmm. see anything, come get me. Uh, it doesn't seem to be that because mm-hmm. when the soldiers do come, as I was saying on Sunday, Jesus seems to be in charge of the whole situation. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he was trying to protect himself. And and then he follows it up and he says, you know, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. And so it seems like that's the purpose of the watching is so that they wouldn't enter mm-hmm. temptation as opposed to so that we're not arrested. Uh, and so uh, kind of looking inside, praying about, as we were saying, their weakness in their flesh and the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I think that's where Jesus was, was going. I don't know if I answered your question, but I talked a lot. So yeah, <laughs> you did. And you did a great job. Oh, thanks. Uh, Words came out. <laughs> um, Okay, so that I I think that the there's a amen that comes from that that the especially the watch and pray that you may not enter when he connects his watching with praying that you may not enter temptation, it seems like that connection's important. Yeah. Um. So it's an internal like kind of like watch yourselves that you don't grow weary in this moment, um, and fall into t- temptation because. Jesus himself knows that they're about to experience hmm. some kind of thing that is going to, they're going to be tempted to either flee or stay, you know, and obviously we know that they flee. Yeah. And we know God's sovereign and all that. So, sure. you know, and even like what's, what's Friday night going to be like for them? What's Saturday going to be like them? Mm-hmm. All those days before the resurrection, even after the resurrection, mm-hmm. they're, they, they find themselves holed up, locked up in a room somewhere. And Jesus enters in and, and et cetera. You know, yeah. So. so we're not in the garden, but there is something about watch and pray that you may not enter in temptation that um, that were like, that seems important for a, yeah. a, a, a disciple in 2020 yeah. as well. Yeah. And so, you know, what's it mean for us to watch? You know, you mentioned the... Uh, the Matthew thir- or Mark thirteen, the watches there mm-hmm. um, that seem to be external watches on the horizon. Yeah. Watch what's going on around you, uh, because these are going to be signs that some, sure. that more things are happening. But then this is more of an internal watching, and so what's it what's it mean to watch for mm-hmm. us today? Well, one thing that really has been resonating and in our Mark study for me personally, as well as our Wednesday night Deuteronomy study is that the Christian walk doesn't just like happen in our lives. Um, it, it's not as if we're, we're on some moving escalator mm. moving toward godliness. Mm. Um, the reality is we're on a moving escalator going away from godliness and we have to be sort of proactively, actively walking toward the things of God. Um, or if you're in a river, you know, where the, the current is that's mm-hmm. going downstream is going away from the Lord and we're swimming upstream no. or at least trying to do so. And so in the Deuteronomy study that I mentioned, we've been taking notice how it says take care or be very careful or make sure. It uses mm-hmm. those types of terms that you that you learn these things and that you do these things. And I think this idea of watching and praying or look around you, see the signs is this idea of realizing I am in a current that's moving away from the Lord unless I'm actively turning my eyes toward him and 
you know, like treading water upstream or wading through the water upstream, then I am going to drift away from him. Mm-hmm. And so we have to know what's going on around us. We have to know what's going on inside of us if there's going to be the ability to say no to this and yes to him. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so that that is, I feel like, re, to, to if this is the context here, to recontextualize it to us it's um the 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 the, um, resistance that they were about to take on especially like the their jewish people uh seeing that they're following this jesus are gonna start to uh they would feel like they would be persecuted just like jesus is being persecuted right and so um that's their context in our context realizing that the world is moving in a really opposite direction that we would hope to be moving Mm -hmm. as we follow the Lord. I think about that. You ever see the chosen series? Have you seen it Um, yet? Some of it. Some of it. I'm not a good Christian. (laughs) You know, I haven't, but in the, in the beginning in the credit, like the intro time of the show, it's these fish kind of swimming along and then they turn, they turn like a blue color and they turn the other direction and start swimming against the tide. And I really like that that imagery that yeah. you're kind of alluding to. Sure. So what's it mean that so that's the that's kind of like how I that's me moving against the world or, or seeing what's happening in the world. How about personally yeah. what's it mean to watch that I'm you sure. Know, and, and I I'm glad you, you asked the question because I was gonna interrupt but I thought I'd be rude. Um, it would be that it's not just the current is not just the world. The current's my own flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my own, my natural response default, you turn off the computer and reset it, it goes back to my desire for selfishness Mm -hmm. or pride or my own glory, those kinds of things, they sort of rise up and I, we need to know that that's happening, take notice that it's happening and sort of actively put those down and raise up the qualities that Christ would have Mm -hmm. in us. And so to be aware of that, I think a lot of Christians are very aware of the world, mm. you know, and oh, what the world is doing, how bad the world is. And many times they miss the greater problem, mm. which is themselves in uh, the world. Mm. Um, so we, we need to be aware of that as well. Um, then maybe we could just finish. I uh, think about Luke 21. Luke 21. Um and you know this is uh jesus saying watch yourselves mm-hmm. um so take your eyes really off the world and watch for a moment watch yourself lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life and he connects it to the end kind of coming like a day upon <coughs> you that is sudden like a trap um and then the other verse I kind of thought about was, I, th- I like this verse in Second Corinthians because it's, it feels like a proverb verse where it's like short and sweet and memorable, you know. And so, um, but uh, Paul's saying, in our affliction, I'm overflowing with joy. For even when we came to, into Macedonia, our bodies had no rest, but we are afflicted at every turn. And these uh, five words, fighting without and fear within. So 
the affliction is I'm fighting a, the affliction without me, the, the world's movement, right? Mm-hmm. But then I'm also fighting the fear within me. Hmm. Um, Excellent. What verse um, is that? Um, seven, five. Second, Second Corinthians seven, Second five. Corinthians seven, five. Fighting uh, without and fear within. Yes. But God who comforts the downcast. Amen. But God. But God. I have that circled. Show this camera. <laughs> so, fighting without and fighting the fear within. Amen. So, um, That's good. Yeah. We continued the conversation yeah. a bit. I hope uh, I hope it was helpful to go a little bit deeper into watching. Um, this by no means covers the gamut of that kind of theme throughout Scripture. You think about Jeremiah and the watchman on the tower and, and the, the role of pastors and church leaders in watching you know and just there's so much more but it's hopefully one little bit that you can take this week and start to okay am i what what do i have better eyes for watching without like things going on outside of me or do i really have good eyes for watching Hmm. uh that or do i have better eyes for watching in and i need to learn how to kind of like look around and see what's going on and so um very good yeah so so thank you (laughs) yeah be blessed and we'll uh see you soon